This is Jesse Rogers, and on Saturday I'm going to appear on the Mindwave podcast. I wanted to respond to the series Voices, where Andrew Yang supporters are calling in to leave their comments about his suspension of his campaign. It was incredibly touching. It had me in tears. And if you haven't heard it, you need to hear it. Um, So I'm going to take a few minutes to respond to the listeners that called in and give my comments to Yang Gang, although it isn't just for Yang Gang. Uh, What I have to say is really for anyone who loves humanity and is able to see the future clearly enough to see the dangers of what's coming. So whether you agree with Andrew Yang about his particular solutions or if you want to vote for him or not, if you see what's coming and you want to do something about it, this is for you. So there is a scene from Harry Potter that really stands out in my mind. In the Prisoner of Azkaban, Harry is under attack by this horde of Dementors, which are these cloaked, ghost-looking prison guard creatures that drain the joy and energy and happiness out of their victims. Harry is on the ground, overwhelmed and helpless, basically being killed by a swarm of these Dementors, when all of a sudden, this nuclear bomb-like spell goes off and just pushes away the whole swarm of Dementors with a bright light of an extremely strong protection spell called a Patronus. Now, Harry and his friends have been learning to cast the Patronus throughout the movie with limited success. They're still very novice, but this Patronus is like nothing Harry's ever seen before, not from his teachers, not from anybody. And it was in the form of a stag, which was his dead father's Patronus, leading Harry to believe his father somehow cast it from the grave. That scene ends, and then later in the movie, there's a time-reversing artifact that lets Harry and his friend Hermione travel back in time, but there's a back-to-the-future mechanic where they must not be seen by their alternate past selves. And so it gets to a point in the story where Harry and Hermione are just standing there, helplessly watching while Harry is dying to this Dementor attack. So the audience is watching the same scene, just from a different angle. Now, Harry is confident because he knows the ending. He knows he lives, but the two start getting real nervous because no one is coming to his rescue. His dead parents are not appearing. This mysterious, powerful wizard that saved him isn't there. They're in the right spot, but no one is coming. Then Harry suddenly realizes that the wizard who saved him is there. He is his own savior. It wasn't the ghosts of the past. It wasn't his dead father that came to his rescue. It was the destiny of his future self that saved him, now his present self. And so his future self, his present self, gets into position, raises his wand, and casts the legendary Patronus, one that is well beyond what a student should have been able to do, but he could do it. He could save himself because of belief, because now he knew he could. He knew it was him. So beliefs are everything. Beliefs are going to be self-fulfilling one way or the other. It all goes back to that Henry Ford quote. Whether you think you can or you think you can, you're right.
That concept endures generation after generation and it resonates with us in a really powerful emotional way because it is archetypical. It is hyper-truth, it's meta-truth. So it isn't that the story of Harry Potter is literally true some kind of historical account of something that happened detail for detail, but it is the case that that story is a kind of map. It is a way of making sense of the process by which growth and liberation occurs. And Jenner, you defeated those de dementors of negativity and doubt and fear and insecurity when your vision of your future self banished whatever held you back and gave you the chance to leap into a new future by creating this podcast. And you're not the only one, of course. Yang lived out this same kind of self-rescuing Patronus when he realized that there is no cavalry coming to America's rescue. Our political class is just going to let this thing fall right off the cliff. This winner-take-all, trickle-down, meritocratic lie is like a game of Jenga where we keep redistributing pieces from the bottom and putting them up to the top and when it doesn't topple we congratulate ourselves on reaching new heights of prosperity and human endeavor but the base is getting weaker and weaker and weaker all the while and if we keep playing this way then the whole beautiful thing is going to collapse like Venezuela or Syria did we have to start to strengthen America's base, its core, its heart, to prevent that from happening. And it started with Yang. When the history books write about this period, a century from now, Andrew Yang's candidacy will be the prologue. What we did is the origin story. You nailed that point. And so it continues with us, with you, Jenner, with me, with everyone listening. So if you're hearing this, I want you to know for damn sure that there is no cavalry coming. Not Bloomberg, not Sanders, not Trump, not even Yang is going to save you. No help is coming. And for now, the Freedom Dividend is not coming. And that's okay. There is no cavalry coming because if you hear my voice, you are the cavalry coming to rescue the future from destruction. We're obscure. We're not mainstream. We're not on the road. Our little band is deep, deep, deep in the woods of the intellectual dark web. And so if you've somehow found us, then you already know enough and have come far enough to have the awareness of what you need to do in your life to liberate yourself. What you have to let go of, what you have to sacrifice to become free, you know what it is. I don't, but you do. So if you haven't made the kind of leap that Jenner has, it's because you've been doubting yourself. You've been weighed down by the Dementors, just like Harry. But there's a deep voice inside you that knows what you're supposed to do next. It knows the action you're supposed to take, and it beats you up constantly for not doing it. But believe that voice. Don't tune it out. That nagging voice is your future self manifesting. That voice that frightens you with hopes that seem impossible, it knows. Your inner voice knows what you're supposed to be doing next in your story, so trust it. And understand the feedback loop that you can create between your past and future selves. It's like a wormhole to summon your stronger self into the now. 
and I am in fact doing this right now. This clip of the story that I just shared is something I'm going to ask Jenner to make into a standalone 10 minute clip. And Jenner, that clip is going to be your first one to get a million views. To be fair, half of those views might be mine because I'm going to be listening to this clip multiple times a day as a source of motivation for myself so that I don't forget who I am at my best, who I am in this moment. So that's my ask for everyone listening to this. That's my challenge. Even if you don't get to be a guest on the Mindwave podcast, still do this activity anyway, because this is how you manifest your future. This is how you time travel your future Terminator into the present to fight for you. Click record on your phone and tell yourself what your life's mission is. Tell yourself who you are in your strongest moments so that you can remember who you are in your weakest. Listen to the recording you make of yourself over and over and over again every single day. This is how you cast your own Patronus. I love you all, and thanks for the chance to spread this message, Jenna. The Patronus. The invisible superhero you have inside yourself is the thing that we need to rip out of you, kicking and screaming if necessary. And this is actually one of the hardest pieces of audio to listen to because it hits me the hardest. It hits me like a brick fucking wall. It's, uh... It is the seeing what this could actually be. This is like, I, I came into this, you guys. It's like, I never thought for a fucking second I'd have that kind of impact on somebody. So this is why, this is why this particular piece of audio scares me. Um, Because it's like, way too crazy beautiful it's like Ark of the Covenant I cannot look in this treasure chest it's gonna melt my fucking face off (laughs) Uh, and I knew that there was no way that I would ever be able to do anything with video um, on this level I think this just needed to be an audio experience and um, I almost like every time I went to touch it I just I just I just couldn't. I just, I didn't want to. It's like, fuck, it's, this is, this is a goddamn masterpiece. You know what I mean? Uh, It's like fucking uh, Da Vinci taking the Mona Lisa to Kinko's. (laughs) Oh, God. This is the most powerful thing that I've ever received. As, as a gift and it is an insane gift and I needed to take some time for gratitude practice <laughs> thank you Corey uh, uh, because that there is no <laughs> there is no amount of like bajillions of thank yous um, that that could utter from my frontal human mouth hole 
there is there are there is no amount of thank yous that can be uttered in any language um to express the amount of gratitude that I have to Jesse for sending that piece of audio to me back at uh basically when <laughs> in the death dive <laughs> of the show when Andrew dropped out and everybody was just ready <laughs> even though this wasn't an Andrew Yang show we all got so hopeful for the future um, we all saw a brighter tomorrow and then we saw it got squished just squashed in a really fucking ugly way and a lot of us lost hope you know for sure, a lot of us lost hope, um, and it's 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 time to dust ourselves off. Okay, we got our battle wounds; they've had enough time to heal. It's time to fight, motherfuckers. Um, for real. If you're if you're looking around, twisting your head around like an owl, three sixty, looking for a new leader. Uh, look inward. Look for the one that's inside of you because there is one in there. Um, and that's precisely the one that we need right now. We need the leader inside of you. Um, and if you have any sense of like, oh, I can't do that. I want to just put myself on full display as the like totally sloppy dipshit that's like no I'm winging it if I can do it you can do it you, you can 1000% do this uh, I'm just here to reassure you that like oh yeah you can not only can you do this you can rock it and you have a whole neighborhood of people to support you in this because we are all in this together there is no them. It's just us. Okay? With a capital U. There's only one us. And... That's a, what this has kind of always been about. This mission. Uh, here at Mindwave. Which is now a bajillion different things. Which I love! I love this. Oh. I'm just, I, I kind of had to put myself in a time warp to remember when Jesse sent that to me. Uh, how the world has changed. How I have changed. Because I, I, obviously I took that very hard. Um, and not just that. The, 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 everything that happened after it sounds a little dated now with the Bloomberg references and shit he lasted what like a month um but that should give you that should give you a, a chronological uh time marker there uh if, if from the time stream because that was that was recorded obviously a while back right after Andrew dropped which was traumatic for all of us I think in what used to be called the Yang Gang, I, I'm I'm saying it here. It's not a thing anymore, you guys. It's dead, 
And it's kind of dead for a good reason, because this was never a personality cult. Okay. There is a deeper fucking mission here. If you don't understand what humanity first meant, <laughs> means, what it is, uh, what uh, all that ever was or is or will be, um, if you didn't get that and you were just worshipping the personality because you thought you were going to get free money, kinda fuck you. I mean, kind of fuck you. This is the this is the tongue-in-cheek dark web part of the intellectual dark web. The Yang Gang was tongue-in-cheek. We weren't like seriously like, yes, we're a gang. We like Andrew Yang, and we're gonna get together and have a circle jerk. If you thought that's what this was for half a fucking second, uh, kind of fuck you. Because you weren't paying attention. And that really, that's on you. Um, and for the handful of you who are still out there trying to make this still about Andrew Yang, also kind of fuck you. Because Humanity First was not a campaign slogan for the cool Asian guy running for president. It's a deep moral philosophy. It's a way of fucking life. And if you don't understand what's going on here, it's <sighs> kind of fuck you. I mean, that almost needs to go on a t-shirt at this point. <sighs> this is the radical part in radical humanism because it, it does take like a no. If you don't like, no. It needs an edge. It needs it needs a sharp, edgy guy uh, to be out there and be like, no, hey, guys, hey, bitches, get in line. Uh, and if you think that uh, you have that strength and you can do it better than I can, please do it. Um, I realize I am a vibrant and colorful corner of the universe, which is not for everybody. It's clearly not for everybody. Um, and the color is coming out. It's I kind of had to be broken first, you know. Um, I had to be broken in as a podcaster. Uh, you know, that that's an interesting transformation, which I've been thinking about this for a while because I was like, well, I'm going to archive, you know, old parts of the show uh, and, and put those into the storyboard. Um, I'm not, actually. Because there are parts now that are irrelevant or very out of date. You know, there are plans for things that never came to be. There are team members who no longer are. And uh, I'm gonna, I feel fundamentally that I need, I need to let it stand exactly as it is. Even though, um, a lot of parts of it make me uncomfortable, <laughs> for real. Um, because this is not, it, it's been a bumpy road. Uh, 
And it always is. It will be for ev anyone who tries this. It is going to be a bumpy ass fucking road. And I'm not going to try to like uh, uh, brush off all the dirt uh, and polish this up all purdy to make you think that this is easy to start a fucking podcast. Uh, much less uh, what I'm trying to do, which don't try to do this. <laughs> I swear to fuck, don't try to do this. Um, <laughs> but absolutely start a podcast and, and start uh, capturing yourself. Um, and please reach out to me personally um, if like, I can help you in any way. I am more approachable than you think. Let's let's put it that way. I love you more than you think. That's not like a passive uh, how'd you do, you know, like uh, at the end of my show that's like something I say just to say it. No, I actually, if you're listening to this right now, um, if you are listening to this right now, I love you more than you think and I would be thrilled to hear from you and I'd be thrilled to help you. Um, if you are trying to start a podcast, if you are trying to start a YouTube channel or something, I'm overwhelmed as hell right now, um, with just because I want, I, I feel like the crazy lady in the desert who just wants to adopt every single rescue dog and just have a ranch and have like 800 dogs. I feel like that lady because I just want to, on the content creator end, I'm just like, no, I just want to do this with everybody. Um, I cannot, <laughs> just because of basic arithmetic, I cannot do this with everybody, um, because there's like 8 billion of you motherfuckers, <laughs> and I, I can't manage that by myself, but this is why, you know, I'm bringing in, I want to bring people in, into the neighborhood, into the team, do this, let's do it together, everything is awesome. Everything is cool when you're part of a team, and it takes it takes some reminders. It, it takes friends being there um, to fucking get you to believe in yourself, man. Cause I, and again, tying it back to the opening of the episode, this is the most difficult thing for me to listen to for a reason and it's like I said it hits harder than I think any any piece of audio ever <laughs> as as far as I'm concerned it, uh, music production fucking otherwise I think that that single standalone clip is the most powerful piece of audio I've, I've ever seen um heard I guess because you do that with your ear balls. And I, I guess that's what I'm trying to communicate to you, the listener, is that your voice by itself, your voice just capturing <laughs> that, um, not clickety-clacketing, tippity-typing on fucking Facebook and Twitter. No, don't do that. Your voice is a billion times more powerful than you think it is. And, uh, 
this is something that I discovered that made me very uncomfortable because I'm like, woo. <laughs> uh, but it, it, if you think you ain't shit, um, <laughs> boy, are you in for a surprise. You're in for a super surprise. This is the time for Patreon. I'm doing the voice. Let's do it. Hey, have you ever thought about starting a podcast? It's actually a lot harder than you think it is, especially the support model part, especially if you're like, hey, I don't want to run advertisements on my show because fuck that. I'm not going to spend 15 minutes at the beginning of my show trying to sell you purple mattresses and energy supplements. Sorry, not sorry. Uh, I'm just not going to do that. However, did you know that the most powerful thing out there is the neighborhood? It's you. It's you. You have a house here. It's like a cute little Sims town. You can come and build your own thing. You can decorate your garden. It's adorable. Uh, have kitties and doggies. Have little kids running around in the yard. It's adorable. This is what I'm saying. Get over here. But neighborhoods don't build themselves. And podcasts don't make themselves and i'm not trying to be a fucking dick but i'm running fake patreon ads for a fucking reason and it's because i'm on unemployment and i am spending like four to five times more making the show than it's coming back in patronage which i it's like it, this is obviously gonna work it's the best fucking thing that i've ever seen it's the most valuable content that i've ever come across and i just happen to be making a lot of it which is super cool uh but what i'm saying is that like you guys right now um I'm, unemployment's running out it's going away i'm spending more making this shit then I'm getting back on Patreon, so please go over to patreon.com slash mindwave. Please. Um, Jesse, I don't I don't know if this was... <laughs> this is my gratitude to you, brother. You wrote a really beautiful uh, article on Medium, and you, you give me the, the, the most flattering, like, oh, like, uncomfortably flattering. Like, you are way too cute and way too nice and way too smart to be giving me the that kind of praise, sir. I'm a, I'm a gutter person. <laughs> uh, it was adorable. It was great. He wrote a beautiful article on Medium, which I will link to in the show notes. You should read that. And you should also support the show uh, if you want it to keep happening. Because like I said, I'm spending significantly more um of my <laughs> imaginary dollars uh, making it then is coming back. And I realize fully, fully right now, realize I'm only talking to the people who have a couple extra bucks, like five extra bucks a month. I'm talking to those people. If you're like eating ramen, don't support the show. That's what I'm saying. If you are down to the dollar, do not support the show. I'm saying that right now. Do not support the show. <laughs> if every dollar counts for you right now, use those dollars. Uh, but if you have, if that's like, hey, I have an extra five bucks, please do that uh, if you want this to keep happening. Because, like, um, <clears throat> I don't want to say that the last 
couple weeks have been a little bit of a Hail Mary, but they're kind of a Hail Mary. Uh, <laughs> coming down to the wire, but we got to walk on the moon, guys. We got to walk on the fucking moon. Uh, and, and then on Mars. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then... Uh, to to where no one has gone before. I love you. Thank you for listening to the show. Uh, talk to you very soon. <laughs> I bet next time. It's not like uh, again the whole schedule thing. Is, we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Uh oh. And in case you forgot, um, our mission, <laughs> your mission, listener, should you choose to accept it, is to save the world or die trying. Uh, come along for the ride at Astro Motherfuckers. We love you. Bye. Mindwave is produced by Studio Stargazer. I am the creator, producer, and host, Jenner Zeno. Special thanks to Uncle Fred, Starship Captain, host of Fred's Front Porch, good longtime buddy and legacy supporter, Phil Ord host of Spaceship Earth and the Climate Fix podcast. Lena Miller, host of Hard Truth. Jesse Rogers, host of Resurgent Us, obviously, who this whole episode is about. And to the rest of the friends of the show who make it possible. Rob J. Wilson, our generous web host. David Russell, longtime partner and stargazer. Travis Meyer, Patreon patron. Julia May, one of our legacy supporters. Corey Wilcox, longtime friend and stargazer. Heather Cook, our Patreon patron. Jareen Elkins on Patreon as well. And also, superhero in the Voices universe. Ron Russell, Patreon patron, thank you. And Scott Santens, uh, thank you for getting in on this, Scott. And of course, Greg and Teresa Zeno, my dad and my stepmom are uh, the two biggest stargazers out there uh, helping Jenner see a brighter tomorrow and believing in him. That's what the stargazers are. The people who believe in me, <laughs> uh, who I literally could not do this without. Um, so thank you guys very much. And we'll talk to you soon. After credits. Let's do after credits. Because there wasn't enough space in that song. Um, to share one gratitude in particular, but it, it kind of almost deserves to be a, a standalone piece. Um, and that's to Laura Ingram, then other Laura Ingram, not the uh, Laura Ingram bump box, um, connected with her over the past couple days. And I'm so fucking excited to see where this goes. Um, so Laura, welcome to the Mindwave universe. Um, uh, Stay tuned, kids. We have a very special episode coming up.